Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. You're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 207 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live at the White Dragon Studio in Orlando, Florida, and Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey, on August 27th, 2020. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Not much, you? I'm back from vacation and energized, so we're ready to it. do this. Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. What's going on, my friend? How, how are things going up there at Rogue Comics? Oh, same old, same old. We're, we're hanging in there. What about you? Vacation? That uh, sounds good. Yeah, it was, it was really great. Stayed at Old Key West, which I, which I am now saying is one of my new favorite resorts. Nice. Like it, it, it's it's up there with the Caribbean Beach for me, uh, as far as like resorts that I really love, and I just I really enjoy. It. it was very nice. I mean, it was the first time I've ever really done like a full Disney vacation while having a car. You know what? I having done that recently, mm-hmm. surprised how much it actually comes in handy. Yeah, the only place that we didn't take the car was Magic Kingdom. We took the bus to Magic Kingdom because it's just a little bit more convenient. So I do people have been asking about like how the bus system is working with social distancing and I now have an answer for that because I, I said we have to take the bus one time for the show. But Magic Kingdom I think it makes more sense to take a bus to otherwise you're going to the transportation ticket yeah. center. Right, uh, yeah. Which is more of a hassle than just taking the bus. Agreed. Either way, you're waiting for transportation, so you might as well just have to, you know, yeah, bite one, the bullet. one trip. Yeah. So the buses, ha- so there are plastic stanchion like separators up in the buses between a lot of the seats. So you'll have like two to three seats, and then like a plastic stanchion, and eat- all of the seating areas are numbered. So as you get on the bus, the bus driver gives you the number that you're to go to. Okay. And then you sit in the seat, and then you're good. Are there people standing also? No. 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 But that might also just be because capacity isn't crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, uh, I mean, the buses were never crowded enough for, for standing when I was on there. I don't know what the cutoff is. I don't know if they're allowed to fill all the seats on the bus. But, um, yeah, that, so that was kind of how that worked. Uh, all right, so you ready to hop into the news? I am. The news brought to you by Dave Weigert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Contact our buddy Dave at DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net to book your Disney or Universal vacation now. Uh, so we are going to do an all-news week this week. Uh, we uh, we missed a week. There's a lot of news to get through, and I just I didn't have the time to put together the first section of our Epcot tour. With, uh, if I had tried to do it, it would not have been what it deserves to be. Agreed. If that makes sense. So taking a look at the news, worldwide news, di- uh, this is the biggest news I think that we have this week, is Disney and the Actors' Equity Union have reached a deal. That means entertainment will be returning to the parks. So here's the article. The Actors' Equity Union has this evening, or at the evening that this was written, signed a memorandum for understanding with Disney for equity performers to return to work at the Walt Disney World theme parks. Now, what is an equity performer in Disney? It's somebody that is a member of the Actors' Equity Union. They are mostly the the, the entertainment cast members that you see speaking. Like, the puppeteers right. are not equity because they don't actually speak. They just kind of lip sync. But the a lot of the speaking cast members that you would get in a lot of these attractions are actors equity union um like i believe mark daniel is actors equity union uh we have been consistent that uh testing is an important part of ensuring a safe workplace for equity performers and today i'm pleased to see that disney world has agreed said kate schindel president of the actors equity association 
With the news that Disney will make testing available for equity performers and others in the park, I'm happy to announce that Equity's executive committee has signed a memorandum of understanding with Disney for equity performers to return. According to Equity, on June 23rd, Disney announced plans to recall uh, cast members for rehearsals the following week. On June 25th, Equity made a public statement that actors needed to be tested because actors cannot practice social distancing throughout their workday. The following day, on June 26th, Walt Disney World rescinded all of its recall notices for Equity members. Equity cast members make up a significant number of Walt Disney World's live entertainment performers, which include Beauty and the Beast live on stage, Finding Nemo the Musical, Festival of the Lion King, and various castle shows. The return of those performers would pave the way for Disney to resume shows, should it wish to do so. That's big news. It is big news, but I'm also hearing on the flip side that uh, they're not really bringing them back, that they're prepared for a pretty long furlough. Right. They can bring them back, but it looks like it's still going to be a little while. But, I mean, it's still good to know that... That door is open now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. No, agreed. I, I don't think that they're ready for for live shows yet. Absolutely not. They're, Disney is I still also being don't know, extremely I don't know cautious. If Disney wants to pay for live shows at the moment. Um, that could also be true. Halloween merchandise has come to Walt Disney World this year. There you go. There, there is no Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, but Disney has just released a range of Halloween merchandise available in all four theme parks and Disney Springs. You're able to find Halloween items at uh, the Emporium in the Magic Kingdom, Mouse Gear and Disney Traders at Epcot, Mickey's of Hollywood at Hollywood Studios, Discovery Trading Company at Animal Kingdom, and World of Disney at Disney Springs. So there you go. Halloween merchandise, at least, is going to you know be there even if Honestly, not so scary is not. getting Halloween merchandise is some of my favorite Disney stuff. Maybe because I love orange, but I've also yeah. bought some really neat, like, um, like last year I bought like a... Like a mickey that's like a pumpkin of course you know it's kind of like a candy jar i don't know i just i love halloween disney i love stuff. halloween disney stuff too i think it's really great i think they, they they really made it they kind of create this like wholesome halloween image around the company and i i just enjoy it i think that the entire aesthetic for not so scary is so cool and i like that universal goes the complete opposite direction and doesn't try to compete like that like you're yeah, not yeah i i think that's a great dynamic yeah it's not like the minions present halloween it's it's you know halloween horror nights which is also canceled this year yeah i agree completely with that you know what let's take a little detour to talk about some universal news for a minute because uh we did just see them putting the raptors up on that new jurassic world roller coaster i feel like it's an interesting um almost like advertisement for the ride as they've not never really officially announced it yeah but i mean like you can see it like when you walk into islands of adventure you can plain as day see the construction that's what, but, but i think that's purposeful i think they're kind yeah. of trying to create a buzz without like you know they're kind of hiding it in plain sight and not too well so this way you kind of are inquiring as to what it is so, so that was interesting remember when i went to universal when it first opened up and i was like ah, oh, i was really impressed it felt very safe Yes. Those days are over. <laughs> what happened? Um, I went to Universal on Saturday because uh, I had a friend in town who was going to Universal and I was going to meet up with them. And it, it was so packed. Nobody was social distancing. People were walking around either without masks or with their masks pulled down like below their mouth. Oh, boy. And Universal wasn't doing anything about it. Like, I was so close to other people. I was so uncomfortable. There's not a lot of hand sanitizer stations, like barely any. Whereas like at Disney and, and you know what? When I went to Universal before, I didn't have that point of comparison to make because at Disney, like there's there's hand sanitizer like there's, um, you know, garbage cans. Like almost every 30 right. steps, you're, you're getting some kind of hand sanitizer. But with Universal, I there was no there was barely any sanitizer. I mean, sanitizing stations exist, but there's nowhere near as many. And, now, do you think there was less uh, hand sanitizer stations than when you went initially, or did you just not realize then how few it was? I think I just didn't realize how few it was. I mean, compared to what Disney's doing, Disney has gone so above and beyond with social distancing measures, and and they kind of have to because, right. you know, Universal opened up and nobody cared, but the second Disney opened up, everybody was like, how could Disney do this? Because they are the ones that, you know... It, it's I mean to put it in in like a wrestling perspective because it's kind of the other world that I walk in. It's like a guy like a former WWE person 
goes to AEW and then they get busted for drugs, but it's not like AEW wrestler busted for drugs. It's it's WWE superstar busted for drugs because right. that's that's the big one. But yeah, I was I was just really disgusted by it. I I just mm. I, I was like my skin was crawling. I was like, okay, I'll, and you know what? My friend said that during the week it wasn't nearly as bad, but because this was a Saturday. So I was like, oh, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe it's the weekend, and maybe you just have to avoid theme parks on the weekend. We went to Hollywood Studios on the weekend, and it was more crowded than uh, than usual, but I still never felt unsafe. And here's the other thing: where because that Jurassic World construction, I walked through Islands of Adventure to get to to meet my friend in Hogsmeade, and I went on the left through Marvel and um, right. Toon Landing and Jurassic Park, and because of how that wall kind of pushes into the walkway it makes a very narrow space for a whole lot of people that have to get through and Mm. it was it was horrible i was really really upset with it all right so back to worldwide news virgin atlantic is offering coronavirus insurance to uk passengers coming to orlando this is for our friends over in the uk Policy applies automatically to all flights booked with Virgin Atlantic. It is designed to complement existing travel insurance and provide additional peace of mind for upcoming trips. In the event that they or anyone else on their booking becomes ill with COVID-19 while traveling, Virgin Atlantic COVID-19 cover cover ensures related costs are covered no matter how long the trip is or even if they're visiting another destination on the same overseas trip. For any flight or holiday booked between a Virgin booked using a Virgin Atlantic ticket for travel between the 24th of August 2020 and the 31st of March 2021, travelers get cover for up to 500,000 pounds necessary and emergency medical expenses incurred due to coronavirus affecting you or your travel companions. I just think that's really interesting now that airlines are are trying to woo you back with like, look, if you get COVID, we'll we'll handle it. Oh, listen, I mean, I just for um you know, giggles, looked at what airfare would be if I were actually able to go on my trip. Yeah. And I think, like, if I upgraded with JetBlue, it would be just about $95 a person. That sounds trip. about right. That sounds about <laughs> I mean, right. it's I looked at Continental about a month ago for the same dates, and they were round trip $51. Wow. I mean, just no one is, That's is willing to take this risk. Uh, cast members that are furloughed have been told to expect furlough for more than six months by Disney. In an email sent to furloughed cast members, Disney said, we continue to manage through this pandemic and based on your role, you will continue to remain on furlough until further notice. When we initially notified you of your furlough, we could not have anticipated that it could exceed six months. However, due to business circumstances that were not reasonably foreseeable at the time and given the unprecedented and ongoing nature of this pandemic and its impact on our business, we regret to inform you that we now reasonably expect your furlough could extend beyond six months from your initial furlough date. We wish we had been able to provide you with more notice and we have acted as quickly as we could given the rapidly changing situation. The email then goes on to say that although the company hopes the furloughs are temporary, the unpredictable nature of the pandemic creates uncertainty. Among the worst hit departments is entertainment, which has been affected particularly hard with very little character dining and no character meet and greets or parades taking place. Restaurant workers, servers, and housekeeping are also heavily impacted by the reduced operational status throughout the resort. Speaking of reduced operational status, reduced hours are going to continue into November at Walt Disney World, according to the uh, official calendar. Parks will shift to a reduced operating day from September 8th, where Magic Kingdom and Disney's Hollywood Studios will lose an hour each, with Epcot and Disney's Animal Kingdom each losing two hours. The latest calendar update, which only goes as far as the first week of November, shows a continuation of the reduced hours. So it's Magic Kingdom, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., Epcot, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., Animal Kingdom, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Hollywood Studios, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Availability has increased for annual pass holders because nobody's going, I guess. It's so funny how Disney changes its tune on annual pass holders depending on how it's doing. We're... I told you, dude, you're you're their backup plan. Yeah, it's always just like, uh, oh, freeloading scum of the earth. Get out of here. We don't want you here. And then the second nobody goes, they're like, hey, bud, want to come spend some money? So, uh, the Disney Parks Pass inventory has been reorganized with more availability for Walt Disney World annual pass holders. Most notably, Disney's Hollywood Studios was once again made available from August 24th through the end of the month, 
including weekends. Availability is also significantly better in September, with many days having full availability across all four parks. I think the other thing, Pete, is that like restrictions have started to loosen a little bit, and everyone is trying to take their vacation like within the last three weeks. Right. I, I think that like there's been a huge spike in crowds that I've seen around places. And I think that's just because everybody's like, well, we're going to take our vacation, so let's just go now. A new security system has been put into place. We talked about this a little bit when they were testing it at Disney Springs back in July, but it is a new no-stop security system. Have you heard about this? We Yeah, we discussed it. Yeah, but now like it's rolled out. Like All, yeah, all the parks have them. Uh, so it is a no, it, so it's no stops. So security scanners are all at the main entrance bag checks using the same system that was tested in early July and deployed first to Animal Kingdom. It's called the Evolve Express, and it allows guests to pass through without emptying any bags, stopping or slowing, and it can even scan groups together. Using artificial... Have you done this? Uh, yes, I have. And it works flawlessly? Yeah, flawlessly. Awesome. They tell you to take any like umbrellas or anything out of your bag. Like umbrellas and metal uh, water bottles, I think, right, 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 kind right. of like mess with it. But walked right, th- walked right through, and it was absolutely no problem. I-, I mean, it was unbelievable. You didn't have to take your, you didn't have to take your bag off. You didn't have to open your bag. Nothing. I'm excited about that. that sounds great. It's fantastic. Using artificial intelligence, the system automatically differentiates weapons from personal items and can consistently screen sixty people every minute for firearms and other threats. That is roughly 10 times faster than a traditional checkpoint system that was previously used. You know, it's funny afterwards, like when I got to Universal on Saturday, typically when I'm at the Universal uh, security checkpoint, I'm just like, ugh, Universal, they really got it going on with security. Like, they're so much better than Disney. This was the first time I got on the univer- the line for the Universal security, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> why am I waiting here? Yeah, why am I stopped? I put my bag through this this X-ray machine, which I like touted as like the greatest thing ever, like just a few months ago. Um, artificial intelligence, though, like we're we're really tr- we're really entrusting our security to robots. Well, to Evolve Express here. I mean, look if you if you take the word Evolve and you change literally all the letters, it says Merv thirteen. There you go. So I think we should not overlook. Yeah, don't don't. Maybe this is not a great thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe like it's going to just be like the only safe park is a park without humans. But then like I, I don't know if Evolve Express could actually like enact its its plan for domination of the parks. I think maybe it would just like flag everybody as having a weapon so that nobody could get in. It's just just a giant like a uh, jammed highway going into the park. Yeah, it's just much. like trying to keep you out. Right. I'm telling you, man, we're relying too much on this artificial intelligence. I don't like it. All right. Ever since ever since Hitchbot got destroyed in in Philadelphia, I have not been. I've been nervous about the retaliation, and this might be it. <laughs> you remember Hitchbot, right? Yeah, that's that's a deep pull by you. Yeah, I, dude, I think about Hitchbot like no lie, like at least once a day. I think about Hitchbot. <laughs> So for those of you that don't know, Hitchbot was a little robot that was developed in in my favorite place in the world, Canada, and it was a hitchhiking robot. Like you, they put it on the side of the road, and it would literally hitchhike, and people would pick it up because it was a social experiment to see if it could make it all the way across Canada. Um, if people would just be kind enough to like pick up the robot, put it in their car, take it to take it to where they were going, put it back on the side of the road, and then somebody else would pick it up, it made it. All the way across Canada going both ways. It then made it all the way across Germany. There's, then they were like, we're going to try it in America. And Hitchbot's like, I am so excited, eh? And it didn't, it didn't get off the East Coast. It That's got, awesome. Hitchbot got to Philadelphia and was unceremoniously beaten to death and destroyed. absolutely horrible oh Hitchbot yeah uh, but now like I was just like this is it like this is gonna be like the rallying point for the robot uprising it's gonna be for Hitchbot I, I don't know maybe Philadelphia will be the first to fall but with Merv 13 and Evolve here Evolve Express I don't know like we're, we're, we're getting outnumbered then there's that Pepperbot robot that's like a that's like a robot um, like store clerk in Japan 
I don't know that one. Uh, we're we're getting, it's, you know, it's just getting to be a little too much, man. I'm a little nervous. There's about an R two D two that rolls around in uh, Galaxy Edge. Yeah, but that's controlled by people. It's not, it doesn't have do. doesn't have artificial intelligence. How do you know? Maybe it does. Whoa. Wait, wait. It rolls around in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, but they they have it in the Droid Depot store, and it's not someone controlling it. It is it's actually like programmed, like to kind of like interact with people. You've what? never seen it? No. Yeah. I've never been in the Droid Depot. It's on... What? I've never bought a Droid. I mean, you can walk through there. It's a store. No, I don't think you can go into the Droid Depot unless you're actually... Like, I've gone into, like, the... I've gone into it's the little not, store on the other side of it. It's not even in the build room. It's not even in the build room. It's in the other room. Oh, see, I've been in the other room, and I've never seen an R2-D2 in there. And the Droid build room also is a store, because that's where they have all the color-changing droids and okay. magnets and all that stuff. Oh, I yeah, just kind of not... assumed it was like the lightsaber uh, shop where like you can't go in unless you're doing Oh, it. no, you can. To the left is where you build, right? And that's all in the middle. And then to the right, they have all the stuff along the wall. Oh, well, so that's you... good to know. Um, also, I believe this droid was featured... On one of the Disney Plus specials, it wasn't Imagineering. Maybe it was a day at Disney. Maybe. Hmm. They went over, like, um, one of the people working in the department who was, like, programming R2. And they show that it's, like, it's programmed to go and interact with people. What are they thinking? I know. What are they thinking? Well, of? R2 is a, hero, is a galactic hero. Well, so. that's true. R2-D2 is not, he's not going to, he's not going to, like, turn on people. He, you know, he, he saved the galaxy, for goodness right. sake. All right, resort news. You ready for this? Yep. The Beach Club Marketplace is closing for a refurbishment. Upgrades will include mobile order food service and a new layout featuring a new beverage island. So that's that's mm. news that's relevant to you. Yeah. During the refurbishment, which begins August twenty third, which began August twenty third, grab and go food will be available at a temporary location in the solarium at the Beach Club. Resort refillable mugs will be able to be refilled at Hurricane Hannah's at the Beach Club and the market and the market at Allen Compass at the Yacht Club. Beach Club Marketplace is expected to reopen in later September 2020. So there you go. You'll be able to use it on your trip if it happens. Interesting. Well, I'm not going to Beach Club this time. Oh, I thought you were. Nope. We'll be Caribbean Beach. I want oh. to ride Skyline. Well, then never mind. You're not using this. Get out but of here. But I go to Beach Club frequently. Right. So. Stormalong Bay, speaking of Beach Club, is also reopening at the Yacht and Beach Club. Although the resort reopened earlier this summer, Stormalong Bay remained closed, leaving guests to use the Quiet Pool or Luna Park at the boardwalk. Stormalong Bay reopened on August 24th, 2020, so it is now currently reopened. I wonder why they didn't open that. Were they afraid of crowds? Because, I mean, that, that I would assume same crowds. Yeah, I would assume they were afraid of crowds, and I think it's probably hard to, like, make people social distance in that pool, because it's so big. Yeah, in any pool, I imagine, but especially that one. Yeah, I mean, like, there were there were no issues that I saw, like, at the Old Key West pool, which, by the way, is stunning. Like, it, it's got a, uh, it's like a big sandcastle water slide. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really neat. All right, we're gonna we're going to stop right there, take a quick commercial break, and be back with more of the news right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. It sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in in 2008, and in that time, has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own, and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with, and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. 
Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends on his name on it. Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. humans my name is morty monster and i'm uh, well i'm a monster i'm here as an exchange student from the monster world where growing up i fell in love with the world of human pop culture unfortunately not a lot of monsters share that passion so i came here to experience all of these things that i love and to share that passion with all of you i do this through my youtube channel with regular video blogs one of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and Friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications, and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster! Hey, listeners. This is Mark Daniel, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to the news. We got so much more news. We got springs. We got all the parks. So let's hop right into Disney Springs. Pete, you good with that? I like springs. I got some heartbreaking news. Oh, I don't like that part. What? Tell me. The void at Disney Springs is permanently closing. Well, we knew this was coming. Did we? Because I didn't. Yeah. I was surprised by it. Okay, so the void did something that violated their contract with Disney. What they and do? They, it, I no one knows. But they basically got like a cease and desist from Disney, and we all kind of knew that, that was the end for the void, both East Coast and West Coast. Wow! See, I can't. Be- I I just assumed this was a COVID uh, casualty. It, I, well, who knows? Maybe it is, but I don't think so. They um, and it was a while ago that this this came out. So huh. yeah, I um, I'm really sad about this. I am also. I mean, I've done the Avengers. I did one. not. I didn't get to do the Avengers one. The Avengers one was great, and I did uh, a couple times. Yeah, I've and... only ever done the Star Wars one. I never did the Wreck-It Ralph one either. 
the Wreck-It Ralph one's the one I wanted to do, but when you're, you know, when I go there, it's just never my first choice. But now in hindsight, I wish I had done it. I heard you played Space Invaders oh, in the cool. Wreck-It Ralph one. Like you actually shoot the, you know, things descending. It sounds really cool, but apparently we're never doing that. Yeah, I was very into the Star Wars one. Anytime a friend would come into town and we weren't doing the parks, really, we would make it a point to go do yep. the Void. And my friends always wanted to do Star Wars, so I did the Star Wars one like eight times. Uh, it is weird. You know, the first time you're so overwhelmed. You're like, oh, and then the second time... You're, you're like, oh, okay, I kind of get this. And you're looking around a little bit more, you know? I, I guess we could talk about spoilers for it now that it's permanently closed, but like... Well, it's also been out forever, so I Yeah, mean, but I still, I never like to talk about spoilers for it, just in case anybody... I yeah, that's know, true. I, actually, I don't know, we may have talked about spoilers, but... In the Star Wars one, when Darth Vader shows up at the end... You want to talk about a stressful situation. It's great. Like, you actually feel, like, the helplessness... Of, like, those rebels at the end of Rogue One, where you're just emptying your clip at Darth Vader and hitting nothing. It is but... great because he's getting closer to you, so you're like, oh. You're hitting awesome. nothing but lightsaber, and then he breaks your gun. One of the cast members there, because I had asked them, they said, like, sometimes, like, they have to watch out because there's always a cast member right there with you, even though you can't see them. Mm-hmm. But, like, when Vader breaks the gun, they said sometimes people would literally take the gun and throw it. Okay, so the last time I went, I always talked to the people there just because... And we also went, to, by the way, to the one in Manhattan. They opened up basically a pop void in Manhattan, so we did a bunch there. Um, but when I was in Did Disney, they have the Disney the, ones there? Did they have the Star yeah, Wars? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, when I was in Disneyland, I was talking to the, the person there, and I was, and she's like, don't throw your guns. And I, So if people are walking, I'm like, hey, what's the deal with the don't throw your guns? She's like, we had some kid throw his gun at Darth Vader... And where Darth Vader is, where you're looking at, over that wall is the little waiting area. She's like, so a gun went flying into like a room full of people, like uh, waiting area. I'm like, oh, okay, I can see that being a, a bad idea. Yeah. That, and they also tell you not to lay down, which is funny because I'm like, who would lay down in this? Except now I know somebody that laid down in this. Uh, my friend Dave, his friend. Like laid down, like he was like a uh, marksman to like. Sh- they're like, no, no, you got to get up. Like you people walking who are for the most part blindfolded, right? Right. And like there, there are people laying down. I know. Oh this my guy goodness! Right. Um. Yeah. Don't don't lay down. Don't lay street. down. What? I can't believe the the things that they have to tell people are just hysterical. What was he like? Trying to be a sniper, like on the yeah. grassy knoll, like. Yep. Oh my goodness. How funny is that? Uh, did he have like a cigarette in his mouth too that he like took out before he <laughs> before he pulled the gun up to his only eye? Only a virtual one. A virtual cigarette and, and small shot of whiskey. Now, did you see uh, Vader's castle? Yes, I did. I didn't see it the first time because I was kind of overwhelmed. And I had Ethan with me the first time. So it was me and Ethan and then two other um, really nice people. So it was great. But, you know, when you're in that situation and you're kind of wearing this giant helmet, I got to constantly kind of like, be checking Ethan, you know what I mean? Just right. to make sure everything's okay. But when I did it later with friends, I got to really kind of explore and look around. And seeing Vader's castle was like super awesome for me. I love like any kind of nod stuff like that. I did it one time where we like where we had to be pulled out and put back in. Like they had to literally like pull the cartridge out and blow in it and put it back in because everything was messed up. And really? so yeah, so everything was off. Just slightly. So okay. literally, like, I went to, like, run through a door and ran into a wall. <laughs> like, full speed ran into the wall. <laughs> oh, see, when I'm doing the void, I don't full speed anything. <laughs> it was, like, my fifth time doing it, so I'm like, I know what I'm doing now. Oh, that's hysterical. I really wish you did the Avengers one. It was great. Yeah, I wish I did, too. That really bums me out that now I'm not going to have the chance to do it. What's really cool is at one point in the very beginning of the Avengers one, Doctor Strange like uses his little, um, what do they call those rings in the movie? Uh, sling ring? Yeah, he uses his sling ring to make a door and you like walk through it. Ah! I mean, it's just, how cool is that? That's so cool. I, I, that really, really upsets me. I mean, look, I, I typically I get all my news from www.magic.com because they are a, a really viable news source. I did not see that on their site this morning when I was pulling news. I, I did see it last night in a tweet, but I have to add an asterisk here because 
of the source that it comes from is WWNT, Walt Disney World News Today, and they are not reliable. They report any rumor that, you know. Well, I heard, not only did I hear this, um, this Void and Disney clash, but I actually saw like the notice that they posted at the Disneyland one that was posted on the front door. Yeah. So, yeah. No, when I, when I read the article that they posted, I was like, this seems legit because they are like quoting things. So, but like there was like a thing I think recently where like somebody like emailed them and was like, Hey, I'm a cast member and this happened. And they like breaking news. And the guy's like, Yeah, I'm not a cast member. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so, you know, I tend to not really like, but you know what? They also, it's, it's such a dice roll because like they were the ones that were like the great movie ride, like five years ago, they were like the great movie ride is going to close and become a Mickey Mouse ride. And we were all like, what? Yeah, right. And then it happened. So, you know, I, I, I'm always like, that's why I don't really use them as a resource for the show, but I do like read the site and I, I kind of like, I'm like, what's real? What's not? Is it wrong that, uh, and I'm excited to go on Mickey and Minnie's, but is it wrong that, like, I don't care how great that ride is, I'm I'm not going to be cool with it. Because of Great Movie Ride? Yeah. And yeah. I hope I eat the words, I hope I come back here one day and I'm like, I take it back, it's great. I but mean, like, it is great, I will tell you that. I, I will I will tell you that. I, I liked it a lot. But I mean, the Great Movie Ride was great also, it had it in the title. Yeah, I mean... You can't argue with that. It is in the title. But, you know, you know, I think the great Kali over in WWE showed us that not everything that has the word great in the title is always great. You know, maybe because Great Movie Ride was one of those rides that sometimes was so bad it's good. Yeah. Probably not what Disney's going for when attracting new, uh, you know, visitors. When Robert, but... Os- when Robert Osborne abandons you with a homicidal uh Oh, I'm out of here. Oh, I think I better go to the concession stand. Wait, Mr. Osborne, no. I'm like, did, did Robert Osborne just bounce? <laughs> and like, he pops his head back in to like give you some like info on Indiana Jones. I'm like, no, you don't get to do that. You abandoned us here with a gun-toting maniac. And you were on the last ride. You knew this was going to happen. Exactly. Uh, I loved how like the 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 guy was like, no, wait, Mr. Osborne. Like, as if he was going to, like, say, as if he was going to use his Robert Osborne powers to, like, save. Right, right. Uh, all right, Weekend Brunch is coming to the House of Blues. Okay. Features an all-new a la carte brunch menu complete with southern, made-from-scratch brunch favorites and beverages. The menu includes items like the new breakfast burrito, New York steak and eggs, and chicken and donuts. Not bad. Uh, I saw pictures of the food. It looks good. Hmm, Okay. Magic Kingdom news brought to you by our friends over at KingdomStrollers.com for all of your crib and stroller rental needs in the Orlando area. Uh, the only real Magic Kingdom news we have this this year is kind of like just something that I noticed. There's no Halloween decor yet up in the Magic Kingdom. Now, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party was supposed to start about two weeks ago, right. uh, give or take. And Tim, so typically the Halloween stuff would have been up, you know, that day. We have no Halloween stuff. Now, do you think they're just like waiting into september to put it up since there's no party or do you think we're just not getting it no come on you think that that entire warehouse of halloween stuff that someone's been in there working on all year you think they're just not putting it out no of course they are they're just, yeah but if the, they're the, not gonna do the party they're just gonna but putting that stuff up requires a big team working closely together they might not do it but they do it in one night one night's all it takes right but that's what i'm saying it's not like you know this is a a month-long project. It's one night. I would. I would not be shocked if we don't get the Halloween decorations. I. I. Th- I would be stuck. And th- nor do I think that that's a cost-cutting measure. Right? You know what? It's kind of weird too because it doesn't. It kind of feel like every day we're hearing about something at Disney breaking or like. Oh, I, I'm. I. I literally am at the point now where I daily monitor Rise of Resistance. Well, it got struck by lightning. It's insane, though. I mean, like, nothing works. Something's always wrong. You know what? And I will say this. Knock on wood. Every time I've gone on Rise of the Resistance, which is now, like, three or four times, uh, it's four, four times. It's been four times. It's never, like, stopped. Were you there when the droid in your car wasn't working? No. Okay. No, our five, right our five always worked. And I was like, oh, you got to tell me if our five working, because that was the week that it wasn't working right. in any car. And they didn't have a problem either. So... That would really bum me out if I went and, like, R5 wasn't working. 
it, but at it, the same time, if I got like that B level, like Kylo Ren, that's like you know where it's just him in the screen. I don't know. I'd be a little sad about that too. It's, it's you know things like um, you know Jose, the Jose animatronic like fell over and and like had to be taken out of the ride for a while in Three Caballeros. The, the Splash Mountain boat sinking. Somebody getting hit right. in the head with something on Space Mountain. Now I heard that like Spaceship Earth is like leaking water down onto people. Yeah, I saw that also. I'm um, like, what is going on? Yeah, they, you know they don't even sell bubble gum, so you can't even like chew some bubble gum to like stick it up in the leak in Spaceship Earth to stop it from leaking down onto people. Like the Rocketeer, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're just operating probably at not full capacity for any staff in the entire park. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, it, it stinks that, like, so many things are, like, breaking and, you know, I think, I, I but I guess that would be normal in the event that, like, there wasn't, like, constant maintenance going on. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, the Spaceship Bird thing is probably a drainage uh clog at some place well because right? yeah spaceship earth takes in and we're, you know we're getting ahead of ourselves to epcot but it takes in rainwater and actually recycles it into the right. um into the lake around world showcase yep so uh speaking of epcot we got epcot news new signage is up at pin traders and camera center in keeping with the new epcot theme uh the pin traders and camera center location was reopened in december with a new look both inside and outside, those signs only lasted. The signs that were up there lasted for about six months before being replaced with a new look from this week. Uh, the Nikon logo is still on the Camera Center sign, so I guess they're still uh, sponsoring that shop. Have yeah. you ever gone into these places? Yes, I have. They're, 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 I have also. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but like the Pin Traders was the outdoor Pin Traders that used to be yep. in the center of Future World, which is, I feel like was there forever. Oh yeah, totally. And then that got moved to a permanent indoor location while, you know, all of the construction is going on. Uh, Teppan Edo is reopening over in the Japan Pavilion. Table okay. service restaurant operated by Mitsukoshi did not reopen with the park on July 15th, but will now resume operations on August, uh, but now resumed operations on August 24th, 2020. Uh, so, you know, the Mitsukoshi department store, by the way, is open. I was able to go when I was in Epcot. And it, the weirdest thing, though, is that it's got all American cast members in it working the yeah. register. I was just going to ask that. Yeah, it's so weird. So, so weird. Uh, but, you know, it's fully open. and uh, Which is interesting to me because I'm like, would they, I'm wondering if they had to get like retrained because they have like a different point of sale system in there. They like It's completely owned and operated by Mitsukoshi. So I wonder how they did that. I always uh, the the cast members in there were always so great too. I remember Abby bought like a fan one time. Yeah. And you know the girl there was like, you know, do you want me to write your name on it, like uh, in Japanese great. and like so. Abby and Abby was little, so she thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Oh, you know? so cool. Um, I don't know. Always really nice to the kids. And... I would think that's cool now. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Uh, yeah, but I mean that store has always been one of my favorite places. It's the only place you can get my hero academia and dragon ball stuff while at Disney world. So I'm all for it. And Miyazaki and Miyazaki. Yes. Yes. My girlfriend was like head over heels for all the Miyazaki stuff. Yeah. We, it stinks in a way because they don't have anything good. There was, um, some, there was some good stuff. It's okay. Maybe I just have so much Miyazaki stuff in my house. Like little celluloid papers kind of don't mean too much. Yeah. Like I, I always want them to have more like of the, you know, I don't want to say higher end because, geez, that stuff's so expensive to begin with. But uh -huh. they make some really neat stuff for, like, um, Mononoke and Totoro, even, like, little statues and stuff. I would almost wish they had some of that stuff there. Yeah. Unless maybe they do and it just sells so fast. Now, uh, in further news, I was, able to, I was able to see this in person. The entrance fountain pylons have been installed at Epcot, right? right in the, and you can see them over the, the walls. So I was able to, right. like, get a little glimpse of those. That's going to be so cool. I think that fountain is going to be awesome. Now, didn't we formerly have something there? I think there was a fountain there. But, I mean, back in the day, there was the large... I don't remember. I, I, I swear to you, they actually, when they took them down, they sold it on eBay. The, the old Epcot pictures used to have, like, a very similar looking... I mean, I like this kind of return to this, like, retro Epcot feel that they're going for. Me too. For. It, Love it. It's, I mean, it's on, like, it's kind of like the new theme of Epcot is, like, this retro stuff. And yeah. I'm all about it. Like, they repaint. Yeah. 
they, they repainted it's almost the, the park that can be retro right yes 100 percent. and and like I, I think that's cool i'm you know because as too. of right now epcot is my number four park so well currently yeah i mean it was before it closed down also right just, well just, yeah i mean it was still in a yeah terrible spot uh okay uh animal kingdom news a new building is under construction in the safari. I actually got to see this in person, and I was like, what are they building here? They're building I a... I saw pictures of yeah, it. It's like a little hut, almost. A small it's stru- like a shed. Yeah. It's located on the left-hand side of the ride path near to the end of the safari. So, like, after you go through, like, where the rhinos are, and, like, you're coming around that bend by where, like, there's usually, like, storks or something in that little area right before the end of the ride. Right. And there's just... They're building this, like, shed-looking structure uh it remains unclear what the building will be used for speculation points to a possible reintroduction of more storyline to the ride while not reverting to the previous poacher story uh oh. <laughs> they're slaughtering the elephants <laughs> like that's where the poachers hang that's the right. like, spot hello this is the poacher station i don't know why my poacher is australian It'll be like uh, it'll be like the great movie ride. Like maybe the poacher comes and takes over the uh, yeah. tour. Oh my god! Could you imagine? <laughs> and Robert Osborne from Beyond the Grave is like, <laughs> oh my goodness, this could doesn't you, seem right. Could you imagine? Like the poacher takes over your vehicle, you're driving through. Is like we're entering into elephant country right now. I'm taking note of their movements because I'm gonna come back and slaughter them all later. We like to rip out their teeth to create ivory. And kids are just horrified. Like that would have to actually be like a like like a situation where where like the poacher would have to like get gored by one of the rhinos at the end of it or something like that, right? Like, oh yeah, of course. Like, I mean, you know, Muggsy got eviscerated by ancient spirits in the temple, so yeah, might as well. Oh my gosh, could you imagine just like this poacher like kicks your safari guide out? Like, like throws them over the bridge to where the Nile crocodiles are. And just takes. Oh, them. Oh, be awesome, man! Oh, that would be terrifying. You know, the safari. I will say, um, basically, it's they're they're not doing like every other row seating. They're doing every row seating. But right, they, but they put a plexi, right? They put up this plexiglass between all the rows, which actually, like, I feel kind of hurts the ride because you're kind of like, yeah, like the sight line is not great. Well, right. I mean, those those are not very uh, they're they're pretty long rows, right? I mean, yeah. so if you're sitting in the middle of five people, like you're you're not really getting you're anything. not seeing much, right? This is Hippo Lagoon. A group of hippos is called a bloat. <laughs> group of dead hippos is called a whoa whoa whoa. <laughs> this is a horrible poacher, like driving. Oh. Oh, man. I mean, really, you should get in that actress equity agent, Kevin. You could be what the first poacher. I could be one of the poachers and do my Australian yep. accent. I don't know why my poacher is Australian. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, all right, so a new Animal Kingdom. Oh, so the permit that was filed for this project was just called General Construction. It has an expiration date of July 2nd, 2021. Uh, so Animal King, the Animal, a, a new Animal Kingdom series is coming to Disney Plus, and I'm all here for it. Me too. It looks great. Disney has announced that the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom from National Geographic is debuting on Disney Plus on September 25th, 2020. The docu-series is billed as the ultimate tribute to the more than 300 species and 5,000 plus animals cared for at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, and the seas with Nemo and friends at Epcot. Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom was recorded over a five-month period and features narration by Disney favorite Josh Gad. I'm a little, I'm a little tired of Josh Gad and Disney things. We got a lot of him, right? Yeah, they're they're like really all in on him. He and and I like Josh Gad. I think he's great. Me too. I love the Book of Mormon. I, I'm just kind of like, all right, maybe maybe someone else gets a turn, you know? Like, like Josh Gad doesn't really have the the voice of Olaf taking me through these animals is not really something that I want to hear, you know? Like, I would I would much prefer like. This is Morgan Freeman, and we are taking a tour through Disney's Animal Kingdom. I just wanted Maybe an excuse Morgan to Morgan Freeman should have been Olaf. Do you know who loved hippopotamuses and Dufresne? He was my friend. Uh, <laughs> could you, maybe Morgan Freeman is the one that stops the poacher. 
Hmm. Or maybe Morgan Freeman is the poacher. No, Morgan Freeman would have to talk him out of it. You think like, son, I think it's time you reevaluate your life. Why are you slaughtering these elephants and taking their tusks for ivory? Don't you know that rhinoceros horns are not made of ivory? They are made of keratin, which is the same substance found in our hair and fingernails. <laughs> Morgan Freeman just turned. You're right, Mr. Freeman. I've I've lived a horrible life. I need to turn around and and give money to the Disney Conservation Fund. He gets a pin. This <laughs> is heartwarming story. He gets his hero pin, even though he's slaughtered all of these animals. <laughs> all is forgiven through the magic of Morgan Freeman. Uh, up, up, and away. Morgan Freeman has been here. Hollywood Studios news. Uh, the Mulan preview is coming to One Man's Dream. I was really happy when I was in Hollywood Studios recently and I saw that One Man's Dream was back in One Man's Dream. Uh, but now we're getting the Mulan preview. Of course, Mulan is releasing... Uh, September 4th via Disney Plus with premiere access for twenty nine ninety nine, which we haven't really talked about that. I'm very excited about it. I am too. Uh, at first I was like, what? 30 bucks? And then like, I think I said something about it in our discussion group at facebook.com slash group slash Tim and the mouse. And a lot of our listeners were like, no, Kevin, this is actually a good thing. Like a family of four. Right. Like, That's for 30 I bucks. Say. Like it's, and I realized like I hadn't thought of it like that. Like I, Heather and I both have, um, a list. Right. So to take my two kids with us, not, you know, quote unquote, not paying for a ticket. Right. It's still more than 30 bucks just yeah. to go family for. Yeah. So uh, Heather is actually can't wait to see it. She's like all about it. I'm like, oh, awesome. Yep. We're going to have kind of a Milan, uh, Milani kind of week. Uh, next week, uh, I am going to be interviewing, uh, Sifu Mimi Chan from, uh, the Wallam Temple here in Orlando, who was the original body model for Mulan. Uh, when they created the animated film, so I'm very excited for that. Unfortunately, Pete, the only time she's available is a Wednesday, which is okay. new comic book day. So we will have two episodes that week. We will have Pete and I hopefully continuing the world tour, and then we'll have my interview with, with uh, Sifu Mimi, who is also my Sifu, because I take Kung Fu at the temple. Which, by the Love way, it. wonderful. Like... I never, like, I always heard that, like, martial arts is, like, very freeing for the mind and stuff like that. I mean, like, it's really, truly amazing. Would it. she be willing to give a actual analysis of your martial arts ability? Uh, let's not do that. During this interview. <laughs> because I'm not good yet. Completely, uh, completely honest and uninhibited. I will say I've, I've made a lot of progress. Like, my, okay. uh, my center split is getting there. Because, like, that's the whole beginning. Like, you know how, like, in almost, like, in Karate Kid, it was all about, like, painting the fence and like you know wax on wax off it's not like that in kung fu it's a lot of it is just like making you more flexible so there's a lot of like stretches there's center split there's side splits there it's just a lot of like strengthening your legs as well like my legs are like rocks right now like they're, they're getting That's so awesome. strong um but I was able to finally uh, and I know this has nothing to do with Disney so I'm gonna I was <laughs> there's this thing called iron bridge which is basically like you go, you take your body back in a U shape with like your feet planted on the floor and your palms on the floor. So like you're literally creating a bridge with your body. Mm -hmm. And I was never able to do it. Like I had to like lay on the floor and just kind of like push my hips up to kind of like get that, uh, in my spine. The other day at cl in class, I was able to fully do Iron Bridge for the first time. And wow. like, I hadn't even attempted it since like the second week of class. And I was like, I wonder if I can just do it because they said like once you get that, like, because originally I was like just holding myself up with my hands and like that was like super hard to do because it was like doing a almost like doing a push up. And they said to me like, well, when when you get the flexibility needed, it's all of the weight is supported by your hips. So you're not even going to feel like you're. And I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. I went up, dude. It was like it was like the wax on wax off moment where Daniel son like does all the blocking. I'm like, whoa, I could do this now. So it, it's. Sorry, I just, I love, you know, if, not, not to sound like Poe, but I love Kung Fu. Uh, so that's going to be great uh, to have Sifu Mimi on uh, next week. And she she's so, such an incredible person with like so many cool stories. So we'll talk a lot about Mulan then. But yes, yeah, so you're going to get Mulan for 30 bucks? Oh, 100%. I don't know if I will, but. I get it. I mean, I get maybe, you know, for one person, 30 bucks isn't, you know, super worth it. It's a bit of a lot. Um, so, uh. We'll see. We shall see. All right, and that is the news this week. It was, a, it was a lot of news. It was a lot of news, but we got through it, and I'm proud of us. Um, 
Anything else you wanted to discuss this week? Any uh, even non-Disney stuff? If we can vamp for a little bit, because you know we're we're it's shorter than a typical episode. I, I gotta say, I was most concerned about your Universal trip. Yeah, it it just did not go. And I'm not trying to warn people away from Universal. I think I'm just warning you away from going on like a Saturday. Like, right. go on a weekday. You're still gonna have a good time. It's gonna be safer. It's just you know, it like my one of my best friends messaged me the other day, and she was like. Kevin, I can't find the Universal Reservations page, and I've been looking for so long. And I'm like, there is no Universal Reservations page. You just go. Like, they just kind of close when they reach capacity. Like, the on Saturday, Volcano Bay was at capacity. Okay. Uh, so, and I mean, I get it. It's, you know, Volcano Bay is one of the few open water parks, because Disney's, Disney's water parks are still closed. So, uh, but yeah, you know, you just got to check and, and make sure you can get in. You know, I, I will say this. So this week, I'm supposed to do my ADRs for this trip. Yeah. That probably isn't happening, right? Right. There's nothing more. Like, ADRs, it's such a great thing. Like, oh, I got my meals. And, you, oh, we're getting so excited about this trip. And this is, like, the first time, like, I have to go and make these meals because maybe we're going. Yeah. But it looks like we're maybe not going. I'm, like, super bummed about it. Um. Yeah, where, where are you going to be making the any new places this this trip? Not really. I think with no meal plan, and we're, we're probably going to be doing like all the counter service lunches. But we're going to try and get Lacellier. The kids want to do Garden Grill, of course. Of course. Um, I, I I'll go to Sci Fi. I nothing crazy out of the ordinary. I actually tried a bunch of new places on this last trip. Oh, like what? Uh, well, night night one we did uh, Rosen Crown, which okay. I I had never eaten there before. I had a very good burger there. You've never eaten at Rosengrand? Never. I'm surprised by that. No, I had this burger with beer cheese sauce and like leeks on it. Okay. That was really good. And second day was Be Our Guest, which I'd done before, but I'd never done the prefix menu before. Right. Fantastic. And it's good. it was a late reservation. So like when we left, the park was completely empty. That's interesting. Yeah, some good pictures uh, during there. Um, uh, yeah, it's weird. Like... I like Be Our Guest. We did it last time. We had a wonderful time. Do I need to do that like every trip? I don't. Yeah, I get that. I totally get it. Uh, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I had a very good filet, like a, like a melt-in-your-mouth filet. It was really, really good. I got the... Um, my girlfriend got the French onion soup. I didn't. I got the I got the lobster bisque soup, which was okay. But I, I wish I had gotten the French onion. And then I had the um, the filet, and then I had the um, the dessert trio with the gray stuff, right? Which comes in like this white chocolate like um, mm-hmm. yep. chip, and that that was a little weird biting chip in half. But uh, the, the beast still comes out. Yeah, you don't take a picture with him, but he does come out and he he walks around. So there's that, which is great. Uh, then on the Animal Kingdom day, we ate at Yak and Yeti. Which I had okay. eaten that before, but I really enjoyed I had like a sparkling uh, sake that was really great. I never had sparkling sake before in my life. And I had the lo mein, which uh, was just amazing. Like real like restaurant quality lo mein was awesome. And then on the last day at Hollywood Studios, we ate at the Hollywood Brown Derby. I've never eaten there. I never had either. I really enjoyed it. They had a, they had a fantastic uh, burger that I had. You know me, I like a restaurant quality burger. Right. I'm all about that. About that. It was a wa- it was uh Japanese wagyu beef. Okay. So, real good. Real good food. Um you know what? Look, looking away from Disney for a second, did you see uh, any of DC Fandom? Yeah, I actually shockingly enjoyed it. Yeah, right? Like they they hit it out of the park on the bat stuff. The Gotham Knights video game, I thought looks exceptional. And Robert Pattinson, the uh, the Batman, like, uh, dude, I'm still pretty convinced this movie is going to be terrible. But yeah, because especially because like all the rumors of like AT and T like like saw a first a first like viewing of it, and we're like, no, 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 no. Because I mean, you know me, when directors try to get like overly artsy with their superhero movies, I tend to get really mad about it. You know, I I refuse to judge a movie that they've only supposedly shot twenty five percent of. Right. Um, and I can't tell you that my first viewing of that trailer that I was happy about it, but I don't know if I hated it either. You know, I, I kind of just have to leave it open. I really like Catwoman stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think um, I think it I think it looks promising. I think I think you're gonna get like a year zero a zero year uh, storyline with the Riddler, two, right? Year two of uh, of Batman in this. Maybe, maybe. I I gotta tell you, I really don't like the logo. The black and red. No, just like the actual bat. Oh, okay. Using. Like that geometric, like no round, like. Well, I mean I, that it, to me that looks like he melted down the gun that killed his parents. That's what they said. They're right. That's it. what yeah. they said it is. Right. Um. I, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Uh. Now, was that supposed? To, was the guy with like the duct tape supposed to be the Riddler? I think so. That's kind of a weird Riddler. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The one thing though that continuously makes me shake my head in 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 disgust and disgrace is the Snyder cut of Justice League. Because... Oh, see, I'm excited about the Snyder cut. Okay, why? You didn't uh, like Man of Steel. You didn't like right. Batman versus Superman. Correct. What and makes I... you think this is the time he gets it right? I am open to seeing, you know, a Martian Manhunter cameo. Pete, this movie is four hours long. I'm I'm excited about. They're it. releasing it in one hour in one hour episodes for four I weeks. Know. Be- I know. Basi- that sounds great. Well, no, they're doing that because um, you know, they have to uh get your money because when you sign up for HBO Max, you get a free two weeks. Right. So they got to get your money at some point, and so they're gonna stretch it out for four weeks. Four hours of movie. Endgame wasn't four hours, and Endgame earned the right to be four hours. I, I, listen, I don't, but I think the joy of this is, is that we already have our, our Justice League, right? So we already either love it, hate it, whatever, right? Tolerate and, and it, which is what I for did. For someone like me who doesn't really love the Snyder movies, I'm, I'm excited about watching this and not, like, I, there's no, like, oh, this is going to be great. No, first off, we don't think it's great. So I'm excited to see what they did. No, but people think people think this is going to be great. You have no idea. Like, people online are like, this visionary is finally getting to tell his story. And these are people that hated Batman versus Superman and hated Man of Steel. But they're like, no, well, this time. This time, with four hours of dour, joyless, colorless movie, he's going to get it right. I do also think he gets the uh, luxury of seeing the released justice league and which parts maybe didn't go over so well and going and changing it maybe but maybe. no listen do i think the snyder cut's going to be like unbelievable no well you're if you're telling me that the snyder cut's going to bring ben affleck back into the fold i'm in because i like his Batman. i mean i do like ben affleck as batman he's my favorite batman i just think he he got a raw deal with some bad scripts written by a hack um but i i just i Four hours, like, you're telling me you added another movie onto Justice League? Another two hours? How? What more is there? What more? Star- and Dark Side looked like a PlayStation 3 cutscene. Well, I mean, I'm okay with that also. Uh, that doesn't bother me. I'm just very anti-Snyder because he took my favorite superheroes and turned them into joyless sourpusses. I, yeah, you know I don't love that either, but I'm curious to see what he does with it. Yep. All right. Uh, ready to end up end for this week? Let's do it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mass this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us and for sitting with us through the news. We will see you guys next week for two episodes. We've got the interview with Sifu Mimi, uh, who was the original body double for Mulan, and we will hopefully be journeying on our world tour, provided I have enough time to give it the, the research that it needs. Folks, uh, please check out our buddy Peter Bandel over at Rogue Comics at Cranford, New Jersey, 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, or check out RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you're taking a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Universal Orlando, any Disney resort throughout the known world, check out our buddy Dave Weikert uh, from Magical Travel who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. You can always find him at DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. and, of course, if you're renting a crib or stroller, check out our buddies over at KingdomStrollers.com. For all of your crib and stroller rental needs in the Orlando area, KingdomStrollers.com. Uh, for me, folks, I mean, there's a oh, big announcement. Uh, the Rocinante audiobook is released. It's out. Wow. So okay. a lot of people have told me that they they were waiting for the audiobook. It's out there now. You can get it on Audible.com. If you do an Audible trial, you get a free audiobook. Rocinante can be your free audiobook. So uh, you, you can find that on Amazon or on Audible. And uh, the Morty Monster YouTube channel 
is chugging away. We've got a bunch of Animal Kingdom videos sitting in the can. They're going to be released hopefully over the next week or so. Uh, Morty also has been doing some reaction videos. He reacted to the Batman trailer and stuff like that. So, um, And, uh, yeah, also check out my other podcast, The Geek Watchtower, uh, which you can find anywhere you get your podcasts. I, t- I listen through Spotify. But, yeah, The Geek Watchtower is back. It's me and my buddy Dave Swan. Uh, and, and speaking of Swan, he runs the UWA Elite Pro Wrestling Organization, which I currently am a performer in. So check that out at UWAElite.com. On Saturday, we're actually releasing a new show that was filmed without fans uh, for social distancing measures. And uh, our buddy, the Dark Angel, Vincent Valentine, actually has a shot at the UWA Elite Championship. Wow. His first shot in 15 years. He's been waiting a long time for this. So, uh, yeah. Um, it's exciting. All right. Well, folks, thank you again for joining us. Pete, any closing words? Had a great time doing the show today. I'll always have a great time doing the show with you, bud. Uh, Please, folks, keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow just a dream away. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.